I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to Texas-based economist Dr. M. Ray Perryman, the majority of jobs in the next 15 years are going to require some type of post-secondary certification. Our projections are that 71% of the new jobs in the next uh, uh, 15, 20 years are going to require not necessarily a college degree, but some type of certification, skill level, something beyond just your routine high school level. Economist Dr. M. Ray Perryman was the keynote speaker at a recent State of the Port address hosted by the Brownsville Navigation District. During his presentation, Dr. Perryman focused on four issues. So much going on right now. I want to focus on four things as quickly as I can that are going on in the country right now that are relevant to, the, to your area, but also things that the media is just reporting about all the time. Everybody's worked up about them, and I want to try to Try to cut through some of that and maybe give you more perspective. One of them is, is the supply chain. We're hearing a lot about that. One of them is inflation. That's somewhat related to the supply chain. We're seeing a whole lot about that. And another one is, uh, is the situation in Ukraine and what's happening there. We don't know everything, obviously, at this point, but we know a few things. I think it's going to change some things that ultimately will be to the benefit of this region. And then, uh, and, and, and then finally, the workforce. And what's going on there? Because I know that's a very important issue. I know your your greatest education institutions and workforce development groups are well represented here today. After the event, Dr. Perryman spoke to Rio Grande Guardian news partner Ron Whitlock reports. There have been a lot of restrictions in Washington lately on developing pipelines, exporting crude, a lot of things to try to discourage the crude industry. This is happening at the same time that the Department of Energy's own forecast, the very people who are putting these restrictions on, their own forecast show we have to have more oil and gas in the future. That's even with dramatic growth in renewables and dramatic growth in, in, in many other things. Because of world demand and, and, and the needs of the world, we're going to have to have more oil and gas. The lowest carbon oil and gas in the country comes out of Texas. It really makes sense for the for, for the infrastructure to be developed, for the resources to be developed, to, to invest in all the technology that captures the carbon and lets it burn cleaner. But it's an absolutely essential that we use these these, uh, these resources effectively in the future. And anything that restricts or limits that is going to, in the long run, be detrimental. In the long run, not be a viable and sustainable policy. It would appear to me that the LNG projects that are on hold here at the Port of Brownsville need to be uh, operational because if they were today, we could start sending LNG all the way to, to Ukraine or the, or the Europe and get them off of having to have that kind of source out of Russia. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. I've been saying it for the last 10 years since LNG really began to be developed around the country. We've done the work on most of the major facilities that have been, that have been uh, implemented, the, the economic analysis work to go through the permitting. And, and absolutely, if we could supply Europe with, and we don't have the, the scale yet to do it, but if we could supply Europe with the natural gas it needs to get through these winters over there, then basically Russia's entire base of economic power goes away. And it's, no, it's nothing more than another middle-sized country uh, that, that, that has you know, a fairly limited role and influence in the world. So, yes, I think it's absolutely essential that as we look strategically, not only at our needs and that sort of thing, but also geopolitics, that, uh, that we end up with uh, uh, 
doing much more in the way of developing our, our net natural gas resources and our LNG uh, export capabilities. I think you will see this happen in the future again. It may take a little time for the for the policymakers to come to realize all this, but but we're in a situation right now that I think the geopolitics just highlights what, what was already an economic reality. Where does Texas play a role in all that? Well, we have the largest natural gas deposits in the country. We have the cleanest onshore oil in the world. We have one of the the Permian Basin is one of the largest oil fields in the world, and and we have a lot of the infrastructure to support it. We have a lot of the resources around it to support it. Uh, we have the port system to support it. So we we will play a vital role in energy for the future. We're also a leader in renewables, both in terms of we're the leader in, in, in wind in wind energy right now. We're coming up very rapidly in solar energy uh, right now. There's some huge investments taking place. So we, we have a, a way to provide the world with clean energy of all kinds because it's going to take an all-of-the-above strategy of all types of energy in order to meet global needs in the future. And if we don't meet those global needs, we literally have billions of people who won't have a way out of poverty. Is Permian Basin where you live at full capacity production right now? Uh, well, it, right now it, it's, it's producing about 5 million barrels a day, which is pretty close to the, the most it's produced, but we're not seeing the new investments in drilling. With the type of wells we have now, you have to perpetually be investing in drilling to keep production at the same levels. We're not seeing that occur at, at the rapid rate it should because, number one, of the restrictions, but number two, and importantly, the, the, the fact that the restrictions affect the ability to raise capital. If you tell someone you're not going to be here in 10 or 15 years, then they don't want to invest billions of dollars in, in, in capital to do something. And so all of that has to shift, but it, it will ultimately shift because I think, and I think the Ukrainian situation is shining a light on it, but we obviously have no choice. We really don't. So what do you suggest President Biden and his energy department do effective today? Well, I, what I would recommend is they look at their own numbers and, and they recognize that under any scenario they use, high growth, low growth, high oil prices, low oil prices, it doesn't matter. The demand for oil and natural gas goes up in the future. We've looked at even some more dramatic uh, situations in the oil companies put out about major, massive changes in renewable energy, and they still show you're going to have to have more oil and natural gas in the future than you have today. Read your own numbers, look at them, and then support policies that encourage the development of the cleanest aspects of those, in, of those industries. Everything you need to do to capture the carbon and do things like that, but recognize that resource that's going to fuel the world has to be a part of the mix going forward. And that's what you have to say to President Biden today. Now, absolutely. Anybody else that will listen to me? <laughs> Anything else you'd like to say that I haven't asked you? It's a pleasure always to be down here in this region and to see the great things that are happening. I think this region has, has a, a vital and vibrant future, a lot of exciting things going on here, and it was really a pleasure to be a part of it. Thank you, Dr. You God bless you. you this report for Ron Whitlock reports from the Rio Grande Guardian. Texas-based economist Dr. M. Ray Perryman is president and CEO of the Perryman Group that has served the needs of over 2,500 clients over the past 40 years. You can read Dr. M. Ray Perryman's column every week in the Rio Grande Guardian. This podcast was made possible only with the cooperation of Rio Grande Guardian news partner Ron Whitlock Reports. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.